Welcome to Unapologetic, a podcast of Embrace Ministries, where we take a biblical approach to culture's difficult questions. Hey guys, thanks for joining us again for Unapologetic. This is a podcast of Embrace Ministries, Embrace Church in Forest, Mississippi. We are so glad that you're listening. Our sponsor today is uh, Barlow. Barlow is our sponsor. I thought it was going to be ketchup. I thought it was going to be ketchup, but it's Barlow. It's Barlow's birthday today, and we're so glad that Barlow is joining us for our podcast. So he is on his birthday. He is financially sponsoring this podcast, which doesn't cost anything. So... Happy, happy birthday, Barlow. <laughs> so your sponsorship is taken care of, Barlow. He has a million dollars right here that he's given us, um, and we accept it. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So we've been, uh, the past few weeks, doing interviews with people who uh, are doing the stuff, uh, not just s- talking the talk, but truly walking the walk and, and serving those uh, who are in need and ministering to the lost and the broken, and uh, super excited to have today. Uh, Brother Bobo Phillipson joining us. Thank you for joining us today, Brother Bobo. Yes, man. It's, it's a pleasure to be with you guys. Yes, sir. Uh, looking forward to good conversation. So, hey. Brother Bobo is the Associational Mission Strategist here in Scott County. Yes, that's Brother right. Brother Bobo, can you tell us a little bit about what that role looks like? Yeah, it, um, to clear it up first, I'll just share what it's not. And, uh, you know, the polity in, 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 in our churches in Scott County Baptist Association, it's not like some denominations. We're a association of autonomous churches. Um, some people have a misconception about the role that I play as if I'm like a bishop over the churches or, or I'm over the churches in our association, but that's, that's not it at all. And, and, uh, and I try to be very clear when I'm talking to people. Um, like I had, a, I had a, a guy in Sunday school, one of the churches I was visiting, he, he made the comment and he said, so Brother Bobo, now you're, you're over the churches in Scott County. And I said, I said no, Brother. Um, I want to be clear about this. I serve the churches of Scott County. So I'm like an addition to ministry for any of our churches that, that need help uh, in any kind of way. Uh, I'm, I'm just here to serve. And um, now I do have a specific role um, um, in my role as mission strategist. It, it's similar to the name of it. Um, my, my goal in this position is, is, is to, to lead and to serve um, our association of churches in the fulfilling the Great Commission. Um, I've been able to go in and, and kind of see some of the things that our churches are missionally engaged in and been able to help in some of that. And so that's, that's a part of my role. Um, now, uh, another part of that is I am somewhat of a director, and so I have certain business things that I have to do. And, and I think through the years, that's been the primary role for this position, uh, kind of an office position, and um, kind of to direct the business of the association but that's not what I'm called to. Uh, I'm I'm called to serve. Um, I'm called called to go. Um, for my ministry, the the mission statement behind my mission, and it's actually a question I ask myself. Um, I try to ask myself this often all through the day. Um, is will you go? Um, in Isaiah in Isaiah six eight, just my theme verse for my ministry is. Then I heard a voice of the Lord saying, "Whom shall we send, and who will go for us?" And I said, "Here am I. Send me." And so to sum all of this up. Um, I feel like God's called me to Scott County Baptist Association. And, and out of my love for him and the love for the churches that's done so much for me, um, in my capacity, uh, man, I'm just here to serve. Amen. You know, I want to, I, I, 
just just so that I can take some of the credit for this, right? Um, I was asked the first time I knew who Bobo was, but the first time I actually sat down, I got a chance to sit down and talk with Bobo. Um, I was the chair of the search committee for the AMS of Scott County. Um, when yeah. when when we brought Bobo on board, so that's just right. just so everybody knows, I I get all the credit <laughs> for what everything that's happening. Uh, since Bobo took this position, you know, just if anybody wants anybody to thank, it's me. Uh, so. Just to put that out there, um, that Greg Pettigrew is the one that is behind everything. The man behind the scene. No, I really. Uh, what I just wanted to talk. Can about, I break in there though, Greg? You, you may want to go back and edit this because you may not want that credit in years <laughs> yeah, to come. Really, really, I was just just being kind of kind of funny there. But I, the reason I was saying all that is because uh, the the main thing that that stuck out when we did, you know, and we interviewed a couple different people, but we went through a lot of different resumes. And um, then sat down and talked to a couple different people. And when we sat down and talked to Bobo, it wasn't an interview. It was a conversation. Mm-hmm. And the thing was, was that you immediately see this man's heart. Mm-hmm. And the heart of uh, a servant, you know, and it's it's the heart of somebody who wants to not just uh, be in a position where, hey, you know, I'm the associational AMS, you know. It's what can I do? to help this community, to help the churches in this community get get grow and expand and take the kingdom of God in Amen. other places. And we've seen that with you, Bobo. Um, one of the things that, that has happened since you've taken this position is the, the ministry Love Out Loud. Um, and I had never heard of this ministry until here recently, you know, when we did this in Scott County. And then, uh, you know, I heard it and I actually went and spoke to one in, in uh, Neshoba County right after that. And um, then I heard, you know, they'd been doing it in Lauderdale County mm-hmm. and in other counties for a long time, but I'd never heard of it, you know. But when we brought Love Out Loud into Scott County, uh, the impact that it made, you know, and just give us a little a little thought or process behind what Love Out Loud is and, and some of the things that Love Out Loud is is meant to accomplish. Yeah, and um, and so I'll just kind of back up to, to give some background to that as well. Um, that started from our strategy committee, um, and and I know that uh, some churches have a lot of committees. Some churches don't have any committees. I'm okay with committees as long as they function, <laughs> and, uh, and so um, we had a strategy committee meeting, and... Um, and, and, and our chairperson on the strategy committee says, hey, have you heard of Love Out Loud before? I said, yeah. A friend of mine, David Atta, he's the mission st- uh, strategist in Neshoba County. Um, yeah, I've, I've known they've done it. Tell me more. So she said, well, um, well I'd be interested in, in seeing if that's something our strategy committee could lead out in. Would you be interested in us hosting a Love Out Loud Scott County? And I said, absolutely. And um, I'm, I'm all about fanning the flames of things that God puts on people's heart. And so... Um, I became the champion for it and, uh, and getting that out to our churches. The whole idea is it's something I'm convinced in, in, in our association of churches, we have, we have people that love well, but sometimes they just don't know how to express that love to the community that, that they're in. And uh, we get so busy in life that, that, that we just don't see things that need to be done. Well, what Love Out Loud did, it gave our, our, our churches an opportunity to come together and, and love the community in which we're in. And, uh, and the goal of that is kingdom advancement in our neighborhoods and um, right here at home. 
Um, and so that's that's that was kind of the goal is is to grow the kingdom of God while serving our, our local community. And um, and I, it, it was phenomenal. I think it was a very much so a success. We had we had twenty two churches. Um, uh, twenty two churches uh, were were involved. Um, and we we raised a ton of money. We did not ask the community for anything. Um, we just we we wanted to give, and that was very important for me because sometimes God puts minister on our heart, and and we. Once he puts ministry on our heart, we reach out to businesses to say, hey, this is what God put on our heart. Do you want to finance it? But I just believe that God can finance it through his churches Amen. when he puts it on our heart. And uh, and so that was one of the big things I pushed is, okay, we can do this, but it's going to be us doing it. And uh, so it was an opportunity for our churches to come together, and our churches did a phenomenal job of coming together. Um, did over 29 ministry projects. They range from... Uh, just loving on the elderly in our nursing homes, to serving serving our uh, local officials, police department, firefighters, to um, building handicap ramps for those who are in need of a handicap ramp, um, putting putting on a, a a roof for a ladies recovery center, um, several things. Like I said, I think it was twenty nine projects. Over one hundred and seventy five volunteers came to serve throughout the week, and um, and we had nineteen decisions for God uh, Kingdom Amen. Advancement. That was yeah. the goal. And so this is something that that's going to be taking place yearly now, right? That's right. We we've already made plans for this upcoming year, and um, and and I'll share the dates in just a moment. But uh, we have plans coming up. I believe the dates are June twenty fourth through the twenty seventh. But I want to confirm those, uh, Greg. I okay. had a chance to look at them this morning. Amen. Amen. So you know, I, I I'm hearing all these things that you're doing, you know, for the association and and going out there. But to me, the the epitome of a good leader is that you don't just tell other people what to do. You know, you don't just direct other people and, and, and spur other people, which the Bible does tell us to spur others yeah. on toward love and good deeds in Hebrews, you know. But uh, to me, a good leader is somebody who is personally out there doing a thing, you know, without uh, doing it for uh, what other people are saying. You know, you're not doing it for uh, the audience, the applause of the people around you. You know, I always, I heard somebody say one time, you know, well, I'm living for the applause of nail scarred hands. Mm. You know, I'm living for the applause of one. And, and I feel like that's what we're called first and foremost to do. You know, and so I think the epitome of a good leader is somebody who, you know, is not just uh, helping other people, but they're out there on their own doing mission work as well. Yeah. And, and, and I, I, we see that with you, Bobo, you know, um, I know you you have a, a personal ministry, you know, aside from the AMS, being AMS of Scott County, you have a personal ministry. What are some of the things you, that you're doing with your own personal ministry? Yeah, and Greg, I, um, great question. Um, Stacy and I, Stacy is my wife, for those of you in the audience that may not, not know that, but um, but Stacy and I made a commitment a long time ago that everything that God gives us that we're going to leverage for his kingdom, whether that be a home, as simple as a vehicle, uh, whether it be our finances, and uh, sometimes I want to leverage my boys real quickly, <laughs> and uh, but uh, our boys, man, our marriage, and uh, and so the way that we navigate that is 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 Stacey and I. We don't pray and ask God, "Are you leading us to help this person or help this ministry?" Um, we if we see a need, we feel like it's our responsibility to try to meet that need, unless God tells us not to. And and so um, I wish I could say I've been 100% successful in that, 
but but there are highs and lows in our life. But but our coming our coming thread, if we see someone in need and we have the means to meet that need, it's our desire to feel that. Unless God gives us some kind of red flag saying you may want to research this more. And um, so, man, I uh, and, and those mission opportunities look look different in a lot of ways. It may be going on a mission trip um, overseas. It may you know it, it could be doing something here locally. Um, but but more so for me, it's on a personal level. We've had people that 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 we've had the opportunity to to stay with us for certain periods of time. I've, I, I'm not a, you know uh, um, I, I'm not comfortable talking about some of these things. And 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 reason being is is I don't want to think this is a work of Bobo and Stacy because yeah. it's a work of God in us. And um, um, because we're just human, but. Um, for instance, the, one of the reasons I ended up at Embrace was ministry. Um, had a young man that, that God put in my life through prison, a prison Bible study that I was leading that I hadn't seen in several years that I went to school with. God put that dude in my life, and, and, and I was just praying, and the Lord said, you need to go check on him. So I pulled up in that trailer park where he was living and checked on him, and I was like, man, i got to carry him to church. And, and where, where could I carry him to church where he would feel comfortable? Um, because I'd already tried a First Baptist Church, and the church loved him and welcomed on him, welcomed him. But he wasn't—he didn't feel comfortable there. And I said, yeah. "Man, I'm going to embrace with him." And and I don't know if you guys even know that, but that was that was some of the original intent of how we ended up here, and is embrace becoming our church family. Is is God used him, and and so I, and instead of recommending him to go to embrace, I took it upon me as as part of my ministry to pick him up and bring him to embrace. Yeah. And so that's that. That's just an example. So we have that going on. Um, and uh, we we have a connection with our schools. I've been very intentional. I believe every every kid in our Scott County schools ought to be able to contact a church. They ought to know a church that they can contact. And so one of the things that we've recently done um, this past fall, and um, is we had a, a youth revival in our county. We uh, brought in a, a speaker to speak in our schools. Didn't cost our schools anything. And, uh, and then we, we, we identified a local church that we could have a service at that night. So we would say at, at, uh, at Morton on a Monday night, on a Monday at Morton school, uh, Monday night, we had a church service at Springfield Baptist church and, uh, and share the gospel. And, uh, and we, we've done that, um, that, um, that was huge ministry opportunity. Um, and, and so that was something that we've been able to pour to, uh, pour into, and uh, but this is the biggest thing that I want to share with people is um, our church family. Like <clears throat> I think ministry starts in the local church, whether you're a pastor or you're a layperson. Yeah, it was very important for us when I came to this position to to find um, a place where my family could serve because we've served all of my children's life. Like we were serving when they were in their mom's womb and. And my boys are getting older, and as a dad, I wanted to finish well. And so it was my desire to find a local church that we could plug into that was serving the community, but also that my family could plug into and help, and to help them in ministry. And and I think that's where where our service starts is in our local church. Mm -hmm. um, now, in my role, I had to travel a good bit, but even when I'm traveling, as you guys know, my boys are here and uh, and 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 plugging in with you guys, and I'm very thankful for that. Amen. Amen. So I know um, you guys as a family, you know, you're talking about the ministry you do. I know missions is a big part of that. You know, mm -hmm. you are the association of missional director, yeah. but within your own family, 
missions is also important. And that's one of the things when we did your interview for the position you're in now is, is you was just talking about missions and yeah. missions and missions. And that's what the church is called to. You know, that's the great uh, commission that, that Jesus gave us right before the, the end of his life in Matthew uh, chapter 28. You know, he said, go ye therefore, yeah. you know, go ye therefore to all nations. And uh, so I know that, that one of the things that you guys have done recently is you've gone to Romania. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that trip to Romania. Yeah. Um, so um, just just by God's providence, we've been, uh, my family has been partnering in Romania um, for about six years now. My former church, Walnut Grove Baptist Church, they've been partnered uh, in there in Romania um, for over 25 years. And, uh, and so that's how I got connected. And I currently serve on a Romanian American mission board. Um, we have, uh, we have dozens of pastors that we sponsor, um, all throughout Europe. Uh, it primarily started in Romania, uh, after, uh, after they, the fall of communism in Romania. And, uh, and so we were immediately able to get in there and start planting churches. Ram was, that was pre-Bobo, uh, Jesus meeting. And, uh, and so six years ago, um, this is the first opportunity that I had to go to Romania. And, um, and so one of the things, the way I disciple is I try to take people with me. And one of my main roles that my wife and I, we, we know in the ministry is to disciple our boys. And so um, I try not to go anywhere that they're not welcome to go with me. And so um, I'll be honest with you, uh, going to Romania is not real cheap. And uh, <laughs> and they knew that Dad served on the board and they knew that I was gonna be leading the team to go do medical missions and vacation Bible school. And and my first son said, I think God's leading me to go. I want to go to Romania. And as the Lord would have it, my next two sons, they felt led by the Lord to go too. Um, but praise God, the Lord financed it. Amen. And Amen. Uh, he took care of us. So, yeah, we all went to Romania this past year. Man, it was phenomenal. Um, we saw uh, several people. I, I don't want to throw out a number. I'd, 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 I'd be missing the number. But we saw several people come to faith in Jesus Christ um, through medical missions. Um, we, we had two um, medical teams had a physician, a paramedic, and and then also a nurse on our staff, and uh, they went with us. We had a, a few pastors that do the counseling. We gave away eye glasses. Had a guy there that uh, was doing eye exams and giving away glasses, and uh, and then and then the youth that went led a vacation Bible school with the kids um, throughout the week, and um, it was just, it was phenomenal. Tiganesh, Romania. That's that's where we served at um, for for twelve days. What was that? Tiganesh. Like you said, chicken eggs. Chicken, tig, tiganesh. <laughs> and uh, the, um, but man, that that's I, my eyes. I get excited about Romania um, when you talk about that. Actually, it's something we we were able to come back and do. And some of the people maybe that hear this podcast helped out in it. But we, um, they were, um, we've been to build some churches there, like um, some nice church buildings. And um, and I think a friend of mine, Doug Perry, he's a doctor in Carthage and uh, Lee County area. Uh, he's kind of was our mission leader at, at Walnut Grove, but 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 that little church and people of that church have done so much, and uh, and God used that to 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 really burden my heart to do all that I can to help the ministry there, and uh, and it's unique about Romania. Embrace has all kind of people. Eli, you may not know this story, and Barlow, I, I'm pretty sure you don't. Um, Greg, you may, but um, Embrace has all kind of people that come sometimes and need help, mm-hmm. and. And about this time last year, there was a Romanian guy yeah, yeah, that came that. by way of Mexico. Was in Nashville, didn't speak any English, and uh, and he just spoke Romanian. And, and Andy called me and says, "Man, what do I do?" I said, "Well, give me a few minutes." And I came over, 
and I called my buddy um, in from, who from Romania and said, "Hey, we need you to translate for this guy." And he was able to do that. But I thought that was a pretty neat story. Yeah, I remember that. That was and, that was um, real cool. But uh, in saying all of that, um, telling about Romania, we'll be going again the third week of July. Uh, the, it's open to anyone that wants to go. It'll be a third and fourth week of July. And uh, there's just a couple requirements that, that we, we, you, we ask you, uh, one, to be a believer in Christ. And, uh, um, and, and then, two, um, to be flexible, to be a part of our team. And, um, and so that's, that's all that we ask. There is, and to have a passport. I that's up to them if they want to come back. I'm okay. <laughs> if that's, uh, that, that's not my requirement. Hey, man. <laughs> Maybe hey, they man. want to stay in Romania. I don't know. But uh. Well, um, I want to take just a minute to kind of dig in um, to a little bit more of, of kind of your heart and give you an opportunity just here to, um, to vision cast a little bit about where you see things going. Um, but there's kind of, I think, whenever you talk about guys that are in the ministry, you kind of have like two groups, two categories. And there's this group of guys who say that I'm, I'm called uh, to a position and they go and they can feel that position and, and they can feel it well. Sometimes uh, I think the church has somewhat abused the term called and, and we kind of just throw it on things. And a lot of times guys go for a position and we say that we're called. And then there's a group who is burdened. They see a need in their burden. And you've been expressing that this whole podcast that you you're burdened. Um, and those are the guys who end up sticking it out, staying a long time and, and making a big difference. The guys who are burdened and are unsatisfied filling a role, they're satisfied whenever they see a need filled, right? Yeah. And, and so uh, just wanted you to express a little bit more of your burden for the community that you're ministering to and kind of where that comes from uh, and, and what the vision is for that. Yeah. And so <clears throat> I definitely have a burden of lostness. And, and looking at our community, um, about 31.5% of the people in Scott County, uh, according to statistics that we've been given, would say that they have a relationship with Jesus Christ. And, uh, and so that leaves uh, roughly 68%, a little over 68% of the, the folks that live here in our community, they, they willingly say, I do not have a relationship with Christ. Now, we know out of that 30, 31.5% who say that we do, or th- that, that percentage, excuse me, 38.5% that say that they do, we know that all of those numbers are not accurate right. because the Lord has said on that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord. And so we know that we know that there's even fewer than that. And um, less than a quarter, around 25% of the people in Scott County would say that Jesus Christ is the only way to salvation. And so we have a huge mission field that's right here. And I would love to say that that was the, what really was the, the fuel that got me burning to serve in this position, but it's not. And, um, the fuel that got me burning for this position is I have an overwhelming burden for the church. Like, I love the church so much. And, and I'm going to try to tell this story real quickly um, to sum it up. I had, I had a lady that witnessed to me when she was 17 years old from one of our churches and carried me to church and invited me to church. I had a pastor that poured into me before I was saved and treated me like I was everybody else from one of our churches. I had another church that was willing to spend thousands of dollars to bring a ministry event to, to our area 
that God would use to save me. And so I was burdened for that. And and then I had another pastor that discipled me Tuesdays and Thursdays. Um, every night that I would come, he would be there, open doors in his home, just discipling me. And and then I had a group of other churches that even funded my, my education and helped pay for my education. And they sent me out in ministry. And, and these churches all here in Scott County. And now I look at the churches and we're in a day where the churches are really struggling. Like our churches are hurting. Um, the number of healthy churches in our, our county, um, it's few. And, um, and, and, and there's been a war waged against our churches. And, and God has burdened my heart to do whatever I can to help our churches. And, and, and that is it, is that it's out of a burden. And, and I think the burden is good. And um, because uh, I wouldn't have it any other way, but the last thing, guys, that I, on a normal day, the last thing that I think about when I lay my head down at night are our churches. And, and on a normal day, the first thing that I think about when I wake up is, is our churches. And, um, and we have a couple of unique situations that we're working in right now, and, and my heart's just burning to serve them. They've done so much for me. And uh, now, with that being said, it's not an unhealthy idolatry, you know, focusing on the church and not the God of the church. This is all because of God. Right. Mm-hmm. It's, the, it's the bride of Christ. And God's done so much for me. The bride of Christ has done so much for me. And I just want to spend the rest of my life serving those two. So maybe somebody who's listening and they're from Scott County and they say, man, I want to get involved with that. I'm, I'm burdened in the same way. Or maybe not from Scott County and they say there's nothing like this in my county or my community happening and I need advice on how to get the ball rolling. Yeah. Uh, how could they get in touch with you and help out? So um, my office number is 601-469-1951. Uh, they can call there. I have a most amazing administrative assistant that will answer the phone and put you in contact with me. And uh, I would share uh, Eli my, my cell phone number, but I don't want Greg to have it. Hey, and uh, he may hey, call me. And um, But that's one way. Uh, you can... Um, you can ask, come to Scott County and ask, hey, have you seen Bobo lately? Everybody knows Bobo. Everybody just, I mean, everybody just about knows me, um, some, some good, mostly bad, and, uh, but they can point you in that direction. Um, but the biggest thing is, is, um, um, is to get plugged in in your local church. And uh, we've been able to visit our churches. There's not a church that I hadn't visited in our association um, or, and, and, and had lunch possibly with their pastor. Um, just, just to come see us. Our, we, we're next to um, the Scott County Jail on Airport Road here in Forest. Uh, welcome to just drop by my office. We're there from 8.30 to 3.30, Monday through Thursday. Um, and we also have a crisis center that I'm excited about, some things that are going on there. Um, a minister, we're able to give out food um, to um, dozens of family a week and an and opportunity to share our testimony. So if someone's excited about an opportunity to, to share the gospel, um, I have an opportunity for you every Monday and Thursday from from 10 to 11 at our crisis center, and you're more than welcome to come and plug in and help with that as well. Amen. So if you uh, feel like the Lord has laid it on your heart to, to uh, help out in any way, if you want to get in contact with Bobo, he, he gave you his phone number. Um, if you didn't get that, and you, the the contact information for, for Embrace Church is always on the outro of this podcast. But if you want to reach out to us, Bobo is a member of our church here at Embrace, yeah. um, and we do 
I do have his cell phone number, even though he tries to act like I don't. Um, <laughs> so you can get up with us here at Embrace Church, and we can get you in contact with him. But the main thing I think that we've gotten from this entire podcast is if you're not serving, get out and serve. Um, if Especially, you know, if, if you love the Lord, if you call yourself a Christian, you know, God has called us all to do this, to, to get out and to serve his kingdom, to serve his Amen. people. More sin. And, right. And so that's what we want you to get from this. and. Just hope that you're doing that, and if you're not, and you wanna you wanna get started in it, and you're close by Scott County, um, close by Forest, Mississippi, and Embrace Church, just reach out to us, man, and uh, we'll get you plugged in somewhere. We'll get you in touch with Bobo, and he can get you plugged in, in, in several different areas. So yes. we appreciate you guys for listening today. Um, tune in next time. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today on Unapologetic, a podcast of Embrace Ministries. We hope we have answered some of culture's difficult questions using the Bible, God's Word. Please help us get the word out about this new podcast. If you have any questions, feel free to call us at 601-469-2680, or you can email us at embrace.church at yahoo.com.